Hi everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Brooklyn View Photography, and I'm so excited to have you guys here. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So this week's episode, I'm really pumped about because we're talking about all the things about Instagram, and we've got a great guest. Her name is Luisa Navarro, and her company is called Create Something Captivating. We chat about how to use Instagram to connect with your audience, how to organically grow your following, and how to use the platform in the best way to find your ideal clients. It's really, really insightful, super helpful, and I know you guys are going to love Luisa. So a little bit about her is that she is a journalist, a digital business strategist, and she created Create Something Captivating, which is a media and consulting company for creative entrepreneurial women who need resources to help them build a successful online business. So this show is really great, and it's also on a personal note because Louisa is a bride of mine, and her wedding's coming up, and I can't wait to photograph it. But we've been working together um, for her brand, Create Something Captivating, and I've got to know her really, really in-depth, and she's such a wonderful person, and I know you guys are really going to love hearing what she has to say. So sit back, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited. I've got Louisa with me. Say hi, Louisa. Hi, Janae. I'm so excited to join you today. Yay, I'm so excited to have you here. Uh, this is going to be such a great episode. Um, we're going to talk all about Instagram. Louisa is a genius, and she's going to share all of her insights um, with you guys today. So let's tell everybody a little bit about yourself, um, what you do, about your company. Uh, tell everybody the deal. Totally. So um, I'm Louisa Navarro. I am a journalist, digital business strategist, and entrepreneur, and you know, I launched my business last year. I've been working in, I was working in news for about 10 years and I've always sort of wanted to create my own media platform. Um, for a while, I just didn't know exactly what I wanted to create. Um, and one day I kind of just had that moment where I decided, you know, I'm going to be 30 soon. And I sort of thought about what I wanted my future to look like. And I realized that while I was working in news, it was, it was great, but I don't think I was making an impact in the community that I necessarily wanted to. So I decided to create my own business, which originally started as social is my thing. And it was dedicated to social media consulting. And then eventually that veered off into create something captivating. And my goal with create something captivating is to coach, um, you know, female entrepreneurs who are just starting to create their businesses and who don't really know what they're doing and to help them create an online presence that can be successful because creating an online business is really, really difficult. And that involves, you know, social media and a website and all kinds of things. So that's sort of the community that I'm really passionate about, you know, helping out. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel like it's so important. And I wish that I had this 
10 years ago when I started, because it was really like you learn as you go. And, you know, no one really had like these guides or these um, businesses to help you do that. So that's so impressive. It's so awesome. Thank you. Yeah, totally. I, I understand what you mean. Yeah. And you have such a, and on your Instagram, uh, your community is so, they are always commenting. Like they, you talk right to them and they always talk right back to you. And I feel like that's such a good sign of like how powerful your message really is. Oh, that's so sweet of you to say. I mean, I'm just so lucky. Um, you know, I really do try to chat with them as much as I can and get to know them. There's a lot of behind the scenes that I don't think people realize goes on and it takes time, but I really am, you know, as a journalist, um, that's, you know, my first passion and first role. Um, I am really passionate about learning more about people and their stories. So that's my number one priority. And then from there, I'm like, okay, how can we make your business better? How can we, you know, brand you? How can we make an amazing digital presence for you? Yeah, no. And that's so important, but you're taking the time to figure that out instead of just being like, here's a questionnaire, fill it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You like pink or blue, <laughs> you know, you're like, really- totally. yeah. So I think think it's good to start off by letting our listeners know how we actually met, even though we have a commonality with a past couple, but I think sharing our sort of meet cute and how you found me online will be really helpful for people listening. Totally. Um, I love our story because um, for several reasons. And the first reason is that, you know, originally what happened was before I met you, a couple of your ads had popped up in my Instagram account. Um, because, you know, I am getting married this year. And so I am your target demographic. And I guess for whatever reason, I'd probably been Googling wedding stuff. And that somehow, um, you know, that's why your ad popped in. And then I live in Brooklyn and all of that. And um, I had looked at your photos and I loved them. um, But it wasn't until I actually watched an Instagram story video of you and you were with your daughter that I was like, oh, I want to meet Janae. Like, she seems (laughs) so cool. And you were just getting on the subway. Like, it wasn't anything, you know, super overproduced or anything like that. But it was like, you had this adorable relationship with your daughter and you seemed so real because that's the thing with Instagram nowadays is like, you can't just have photos on there. It needs to be more. And like you said, You've told me um, the wedding market is very, you know, oversaturated, but it was, it wasn't just your beautiful photos and the fact that you're in Brooklyn, it was you, you know, that made me want to work with you. And then the cherry on top was, I was like, wait a minute, we went to our friend, um, Megan and Sam's wedding and you happened to be their wedding photographer. And then it was just so great for me because I was at that wedding. And then when I saw the photos afterward, I was like, Wow. And, and that was one of the most beautiful weddings in the world. And then like your images were so beautiful. And I was like, I want that for my wedding. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So it was just a whole, it wasn't just, you know, your presentation, your, you know, your images, your images speak for themselves, but there are plenty of beautiful photos out there. It was also, you know, the warmth that you conveyed on camera and, you know, I want someone that I can trust at my wedding. Um, There's going to be high tension and you you never know what can happen in a wedding. It's family, you know, it's family, it's friends, like the bridesmaid could have like a meltdown, (laughs) the bride could, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. And I felt like you were someone that I wanted to get on the phone with and that I felt like we could be friends and like you wouldn't judge 
something chaotic at a wedding. Do you know? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. That's what I do every every time yeah. at a wedding. I'm like, <laughs> I got you. I'm like, let's, yeah. let's move over here. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like I'm I. Yeah, it's so funny because when we spoke on the phone the first time, we're on the phone for an hour. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, I love you. And you're like, okay, that's <laughs> fine. Let's just send this effort. Oh, this is great. But I think yeah. what had happened last year for myself, in which I tell people all the time, is that I really changed my mentality for Instagram, where at the beginning, you know, for years, I was very one-sided, one-dimensional, where people would leave a comment and I wouldn't reply. People would, I, DMs, like, were not a big thing in the beginning, or I don't even think they existed, like, till a few years ago. But, you know, now it's 100% different where I converse with everybody all the time, reply to every comment, reply to every DM, show myself as myself on my stories. And I think that that really connects with all of my couples and all of my future brides and, you know, families that hire me. Because when I talk to them, they know more about me than anybody else. Like they, you follow along. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. 100%. I think that that is so huge. And I think that if you're just posting photos, I mean, yeah, you could get a client or you could sign a couple people, but it's not going to make as tremendous of an impact. And I definitely think that that's what sets you apart. And I think you're doing all the right things, to be honest. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah, but just you a really little... are. You're a great example. Oh, thank you. I think um, a tidbit maybe you didn't know is that the Instagram ads, which I do and I strongly believe in um, because, hey, there's nothing wrong with advertising. Like I think advertising has like got a bad stigma, especially like in the wedding industry. But that's how you people find you and like the platform that my bro- It has a bad stigma in the wedding industry. I didn't know. Well, I didn't know that. I think it just has a bad like people don't want to pay. Right. They're so used oh. to Instagram being free. Mm. that because they aren't seen as much as they were or don't get the growth as they did, they don't want to invest in the platform, meaning paid advertisements. So I feel like... No, I'm glad you did an advertisement because I don't think you would have reached me otherwise. I mean, maybe through Megan, I would have seen, but I think it was, it made more of an impact that your photo jumped into my feed because I was able to see it as opposed to like a little tag or something. Right, exactly. And the ads are so really inexpensive because you can set they are yeah you can set any amount of denomination that you want and I don't know if you know this but because Facebook owns Instagram or bought Mm -hmm. yeah um you know you probably have engaged in your profile and your radius of Brooklyn and that's you know I did very targeted marketing to I was about to say though your marketing was on point because that's the key with these ads if you're not if you're not targeting properly it's not worth your money right but you targeted perfectly right yeah so I feel like people listening like you need to think about you know where's your bride where are your couples or your brides you know whomever you know contacts you first like where are they hanging out like are they on Instagram are they on Pinterest are they on Facebook you know what is their demographic how much money do they make you know where do they live are they engaged? Are they just looking? And like, you can really target your ads that way. And like, just, it's just even like a reach. Like, you know, I think they say, if, uh, I think it's now like nine, you have to see something nine times for you to remember it. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my God, more, oh, more really? than that. Or even, I think like, I mean, obviously you're, you're citing like a statistic right. that you saw, yeah. but what I'm saying is as a human being, I mean, it takes me a little bit. Like, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to follow that. I still have to like, I have to understand who they are. (laughs) Definitely. So yeah, I know. I know. And it can be overwhelming, you know, like with, with all the things we have to do as small business owners, you know, especially with social media, I think it can be very overwhelming. 
um, you know, there's just, there's just so much. And like some days I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. But I feel like if I focus on one thing, you know, with your online presence, you know, you can, you can actually like excel at that. So I think for you, you know, what do you think are the most important areas to focus on with your online presence, presence as a, as a wedding photographer? Okay. So that's a great question. Um, I think in general, built building, no like, and trust is, is the key for every single person for a wedding photographer. Um, I see plenty of them on Instagram all the time. That is like y'all's y'all's place to be obviously. (laughs) Um, and I think that it's easy for people to just dismiss it and be like, well, it's so easy. They're wedding photographers. Of course, they're going to have like, you know, a great portfolio and it's going to be easy for them, but that's actually not true. Um, I think that what I often see among people and creators on when, when they're building an online business is they're afraid. They're afraid to jump on camera. They're afraid to introduce themselves. They're afraid to say hello. They're afraid to respond to direct messages. And I think that everything that you're doing with your platform and communicating constantly, answering questions, um, you know, a simple thing like updating your profile picture. I can't tell you how many profile pictures I see that are logos. I would immediately remove that and I would update it to a photo of yourself because your potential customers and clients are not hiring um, a logo. They're hiring you and they need to get to know you. Um, Updating your bio is so important. Um, something that you mentioned as well is location because yes, the wedding market is oversaturated, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to hire a photographer who's in Alabama for a wedding in Brooklyn. So if you don't have your location listed in your bio, um, you're making your, you know, you're doing a huge disservice or not just your location saying where you're available to shoot weddings. Um, and so I think that those, you know, those are just some of the, the main, main points, Um, But then the other thing that I really think is huge that I don't see a lot of wedding photographers doing on Instagram is actually storytelling. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that their captions are often like, you know, oh, the ring is so beautiful. And it's like, well, tell me about the ring. Was the ring from Grandma Eileen? And, you know, was it from the 1800s? Is it an heirloom? Like, what is it that makes this ring so special? Or, you know, did the bride, for instance, I have, um, my ring is a Papardasha sapphire. I think I mispronounced that. Rich always gets on me for that. Rich is my fiance, for those of you who don't know. Um, <laughs> and it's beautiful, by the way. I'm excited to shoot it. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. It's, it's pink. And I, I love pink. And so, um, you know, it's pretty obvious for my brand. (laughs) But um, the point is, is that, you know, give a little bit of that story behind the scenes. Like, why the heck does the bride have a pink ring, you know? Um, Or, you know, tell us what it was like when the groom first saw the bride walking down the aisle. Um, You know, for for Megan and Sam's wedding, that's our friends who we went, that Janae shot their wedding. Um, Something that stood out to me was I have never seen a speech like that in my life from a groom. Like it was the best speech that I've ever heard. Um, so if you want to throw in a quote, maybe like you heard a quote and it just stuck with you when you like, I know you're doing a million things as a photographer. I get it. But if there's one line, one quote that stood out to you, put it in your captions because that communicates not just that you're, that you care about, you know, the bride and groom that you're working with, but it communicates to potential clients that, you don't just care about like doing this as a business. You care about the people that you're working for. Mm-hmm. And I think that that would really set you apart um, 
and and set wedding photographers apart. I think that captions is something that they really need to work on and then introducing themselves to their audience and, and not being afraid to jump on camera. Yeah, no, that's excellent advice. I feel like, yeah, the moment that I started turning the camera around on myself, I was able to, you know, look, it took time. Like I started doing it almost a year ago um, mm-hmm. and in April will be a year. So it's just sort of incredible to see how comfortable I am now versus when I first started doing it. Cause you're right. Like it, it's nerve wracking. I was nervous. Was I going to say something stupid, but at the end of the day, you could just start over. Right. Cause you don't have to publish anything you don't want. <laughs> totally. Yeah, so, totally. And it's really good for um, just communication. You know, like, it's like, Hey, I'm working on this album design. I want to show you guys what I was doing. And what I found is people love behind the scenes. Like, they want yes. to see the behind the scenes. So I, yes. yeah, totally. And then I think it's really funny what you just mentioned about the captions, because that's my goal for this year. Um, I have like a word for the year, which is connect. And then I'm like trying to infuse that through all of my social media where I want to connect and build trust with people through my words versus like my pictures. So like the more, like I really take the time to write each post and like tell a story and tell the behind the scenes of it so that's totally so awesome that you said that I was just like already doing it cool yeah and I you know I was gonna say that was gonna be my tip for you from the past but I noticed lately that you've been doing that oh oh, good (laughs) yeah I was like oh she's doing it I'm proud yeah you're you're rubbing off on me you got yeah y'all we'll list all your information at the end but everybody has to follow you (laughs) oh you're so sweet yeah and then so I was going to say, like, what could I was going to ask you, like, what could I be doing better? But, you know, I, yeah, I mean, I guess, well, what could I be doing better? I did. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, I did look through your feed and, you know, it's so funny because I think, you know, if you came to me and you were like, Luisa, I really need help with Instagram. Like I need a coach, blah, blah, blah. I would immediately turn you down. Um, I think my biggest advice for you would just to be would just be to incorporate more storytelling, but I want to tell people what you are doing correctly because I think you're crushing it. Um, I think that your bio is on point. I think the fact that you've updated your profile picture and people know who you are and they see you um, is huge. And I think that that's something that so many people don't want to do. They're always like, Louisa, my logo, my logo. Yes, your logo is great, but save that for your website, save that for other, other things, save that for your business cards. Um, for social media, it's a social platform. People need to know who you are. Um, the other thing I think that you're doing great is you're jumping on camera. Um, one thing I noticed, and I'm not sure if you're doing it, but I think you need to use some type of, if you don't want to download, there's a, a subtitle app um, and it's called Clipomatic. Okay. And I've mentioned this before on my um, Instagram, but a huge mistake that lots of people are doing when they don't when they jump on camera is they're not using subtitles. And the reason is, is not everyone has, you know, headphones accessible to them throughout the day, or let's say you're a mom and you're taking care of your, you know, your newborn and you want to watch the video, but you can't because you don't have headphones. Um, then people are missing all of those messages that you're communicating on camera and you're decreasing your reach, which is decreasing your engagement and that is in part affecting some of the, like, you know, it it has to do with the algorithm a little bit because people are skipping through your videos. They're not going to watch them. So they're not engaging. Oh, I see. So sometimes some people I follow, including yourself, use Clipomatic or people write out what they say. And 
yes. for some reason it like bothers me but you're saying it's for the people who don't have the headphones yes um yes if it bothers you I have to say you know you have to get over that part <laughs> uh and and I get it it doesn't look as polished but if you're not using clipomatic, um you know definitely write your what you're saying on the videos you know produce it in a way that you think looks polished for your brand use your brand colors whatever it is but you need to communicate that message on video and in text um yeah it's very very important and it's it's also something that my community pointed out to me because they're like the best is it's also it makes it accessible to the deaf community so like that's huge that you know it's another yeah it's it's great um, for a, so many different reasons. Yes. That's awesome. Oh, wow. What, a, yes. what an excellent tip. All right. Well, yes. that's my uh, homework assignment for later. I will figure out <laughs> a pretty way to incorporate the text. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I mean, coming from my graphic design background, I just like, I'm very like a stickler for things and I want them to look a different, a certain way, like, you know, myself, but I also, you know, Instagram stories are fast. I just kind of do it. And then you know, putting the time on top of it to re- to write the text. But Clipomatic is, it's not free. You have to purchase it, right? It's not free. You do have to purchase it. Um, I don't remember how much it's it like is. $4.99. It's not expensive. It's not expensive. Yeah, it's not like a $20 app. Um, thank God. But um, <laughs> like, I, yeah, I hate when I, I actually like end up purchasing some of these apps just to test them for my community. But sometimes I'm like, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I wouldn't like if I didn't have this platform, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, well, but, I, I think the tip. Yeah. So, so far, the, the tips are great. Like you're using your own picture, updating your bio, adding, you know, more content to your um pictures and images and then using the clipomatic that's that's really good yeah clipomatic is huge and the only thing i will say about clipomatic like full disclosure is that the filter on it is a little weird so depending on the lighting like sometimes that lens makes you look awful um and so some people have been like i don't want to use clipomatic because the lens is off like the the filter on it it's seriously i I think it like gave me acne at one point I was like, what? Okay, there's no way. Um, but but sometimes it's fine. Um, so, you know, if you don't want to invest in it, um, honestly, just make sure you're writing text on your videos and that's great. Oh, you know um, what? I just, I just had a, a thought. I don't know if you've heard of this app. It's called Headliner. And I haven't heard of Headliner. Yeah. No. Okay, so Headliner is awesome for people listening. I use it for the podcast to make audiograms, which oh. is um, – you know, like when I post a new podcast, like I will with yours, I'll do like three um, stories and it'll be the audio with like a blurb, but you can actually add the text on two and it's, a, oh. it's free and it's amazing. And maybe that could be good for stories where you upload it huh. and you make it yeah. quickly. It's actually pretty quick and then you can export it. I mean, it's a process, but I wonder if they have an app. could be cool. I like that idea. I think that's great. I'd have to, I want to look into it. Um, but, and I love your Instagram stories when you do the podcast. I think they sh- they're so cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'll be next though. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk um, about the, the wedding photography market being completely oversaturated. I know that we've like lightly touched on this, but it's true. Like it's becoming, it's much harder to like book weddings all the time. There's a lot of competition there are a lot of people charging less there are a lot of people undercutting you know people like myself who have been around a long time and charge you know x amount and I feel like you know if we can share you know tips 
like your top three tips about standing out in this crowded, you know, social media environment, like what, what would you be even like, maybe we already talked about it, but I don't know if you have like anything that you think would even help you stand out even more. Yeah, I definitely do. Um, I definitely have some tips for that. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is, um, you know, this is kind of controversial to say this, but as a bride, I think that the, the two things that I'm looking for are um, transparency. So, you know, a lot of vendors don't list their pricing out front. And I get that for certain reasons. But at the end of the day, I, I think that, you know, the bride and, and other companies are going to know your price just from word of mouth. And I almost didn't book my um, caterer because when I saw them, I thought there's no way I can afford this company. Um, and it wasn't until someone else told me to reach out to them that I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do that. But I almost didn't reach out, fr- quite frankly, because brides don't have a lot of time when they're talking to a million different people. So that's like one thing is just transparency with pricing and yeah. yeah, but I know it's, it's controversial. I know that. I always say, um, I always recommend like a tip to just put your starting price. Like don't hide it. It's not a secret. Right. It's not a secret, right? Like if you're in yeah. business, it's not a secret. So I like that. Yeah. I, I like the start, the starting price. That's a great idea. Yeah. So people just know like the ballpark of what it is to get their foot in the door. Totally. Totally. A hundred percent. And then so with oversaturation, I guess I, I have a question for you. You said that it, it's hard to book. Do you think it's hard to book your, your set amount of weddings per year? Or what is, I want to know a little bit more about what you struggle with so I can really give some constructive feedback. Yeah, no, it's great. I feel like, so when you reach a certain level, you charge more money, right? So like people mm-hmm. who are just starting out charge less money because obviously they don't have the experience, but the experience is what makes me more expensive. <laughs> like, right. You know, like it's like a catch 22 where bride, you know, potential couples will say, we love you. We want to work with you, but I hired someone else because they were a lot less expensive. So it's hard, you know, like as a wedding photographer for the people listening, like you have to grow a thick skin, you know, you have to be like, okay, not meant to be, but with, me and I've learned over the years is that when I have a couple like yourself and you're like, I want you, it's not an issue, right? Like there's no haggling, there's no problem. Like you just book me and, Mm -hmm. and we're in it to win it. Like it's like some symbiotic relationship and all my couples are amazing. Like that's what I want. So it's just hard when you talk to a lot of people, you know, you get a lot of inquiries and you feel like, yes, we're a match. And then they come back and they say, oh, well, we're going to go with this person because they were like $7,000 less than you, you know? And it's like, well, you, uh, you get what you pay for, you know, right. How long have they been in business? Like, are they a weekend warrior or are they full time or are you actually going to get the right person? You know, like there's all these horror stories and I've had numerous brides come back to me after they've had their weddings and be like, I should have hired you. Like we're oh. so upset with our pictures. So, yeah, and that's like a, that's like a regular struggle, but <laughs> I feel like that's just yeah. like from being in business because there's always someone who's cheaper than you, you know, like it's just, I guess totally. it's just the way of the world. So like those, are, that's like a struggle and I know it's about mindset and like changing your attitude and like just being the best version of yourself. And like, that sort of was my journey last year where I'm just putting myself out there. And then everyone that I've booked since then is like such a it's just like such a perfect match. You know what I mean? That right. I feel like totally. that's like the one way where I can really stand out. And that's sort of the theme 
with people that I've talked to, especially about Instagram is like, you just got to be yourself. You just have to be yourself. And then, um, you know, you had earlier touched on behind the scenes. And I think that, yes, like you might have to pay more for your specific services, but like you said, you get what you pay for. Um, and I think that on Instagram, what you could do and other photographers who are competing with this oversaturated market is do more behind the scenes the day of the wedding. I know that that's really, really hard, but I know this wedding planner who I follow on Instagram, literally, there's no reason for me to follow this person. I just find him entertaining. Um, I don't remember his handle, surprisingly. <laughs> I think just because I'm, I think just because I'm on this podcast right now, you know, yeah. um, classic. Um, but he is, um, he has two young kids, another one on the way. Like, I know all these things about him. Um, he does these ex- like super extravagant weddings. I mean, there's no way I could hire this man, but I think that what sets him apart and how he actually gets his clientele is showing behind the scenes and all of the hard work that he does to prepare for these weddings and, and, and things that you would never imagine. <laughs> I mean, he's a wedding planner. Um, but I think that, you know, doing more behind the scenes as a photographer and sort of showing people, you know, I remember you did an Instagram story where you showed us how you had um, a backup of the backup, I think, yeah. for for your drives, um, for the photos. And that to me was everything because, you know, as someone who's worked in media for almost 10 years, I was like, Janae's so professional. She put the backup in the vault in case like um, some like, I don't know, my water house, damage house or yeah, your house burns <laughs> down. And these things sound like, um, you know, okay, obviously, but I don't trust that every wedding photographer is actually doing that, especially if you're not paying them the, you know, what I think they're worth and their photos are worth. Um, and the other thing is as a bride, there were certain things where I was like, this is what I want to invest in. And this is where I think we could, you know, spend a little bit less. Um, so I think doing more behind the scenes and, you know, if your bride is comfortable, even doing a little video behind the scenes together, um, and, and showing, you know, moments like that, um, in order to show how much trust you've developed with your clients is going to really help, um, set you apart from this oversaturated market because, you know, oftentimes I feel like we can introduce ourselves and talk to each other. Um, but at the end of the day, your moment to shine is on actual wedding day. And, you know, if you could just record maybe one to two videos behind the scenes that day, you post them later, you don't post them that day. Um, you know, I think that that would be huge in showing the trust that you've developed with your clients and why you are worth it. And I agree, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, you know, do they want to hire you or not? And if they don't, well, that's just not your client. That's fine. But I, but I do think that behind the scenes, it is so key for um, wedding photographers. Yeah, I love that. That's really good. It gives me a good um, sort of thing to give my second shooter. <laughs> because yes. I can say, here's yes. my phone. Here's the code. <laughs> All my second yes. shooters know my code. I'm like, and then, uh, you know, just record me whenever you, whenever it's good. And I feel like that really resonates. People are like, oh, I love that. Or I love this or her dress. And yeah, I think that's really, really good. I, I think being yourself and showing the behind the scenes is really what makes you stand out because there's a photographer I know personally and she's never 
fa- her face is never online. Like she never talks to the camera. And then she talked to the camera like last week and I almost fell out of my chair. <laughs> really? Like, what like, happened? Whoa. I was like, she is on Instagram stories. And it was so, I like texted her and I was like, this is amazing. You should right. do this more. And she was like, I was so nervous. I was like, but I could see your face. You know, like I could, right. I could connect with you. And I think she probably, you know, she probably got some new followers too. So I think that's really good. Yeah, I, I think it's huge. And honestly, I watch those videos all the time of the wedding planner. And like, I, you know, there's, and honestly, if I knew someone who could afford that wedding planner who lived near him, I would recommend it. You know, <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not just like, you know, forget like it's potential clients. It's people talk, you right, know? Yeah. So it's like, oh, you're planning a wedding. I think he's in Nashville. Like you're planning a wedding in Nashville. Here's this awesome, you know, you'd have a friend who's really wealthy. Like, here you go. <laughs> you know, like you never know who's going to recommend you. Right. Yeah. Cause Instagram, anybody could follow you. So yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. So yeah. Behind the scenes, y'all, it's really important. <laughs> <laughs> and you're from Texas, right? So that's why we have the y'all happening. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. from Texas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rich is like, you're never getting rid of that, are you? I'm like, no. Absolutely what? not. Yeah, it's, it's so cute. It's, that would be like, you know, not you know, that's crazy. <laughs> it's unheard of. So let's talk about some of the apps that make social media easier. I know we touched on a couple. We could just relist them here if those are the same ones. But what are your best apps out there for getting like this things done easier? So I am a huge fan of Planoly, which I believe you use. Yes, I love. Um, yes, I love Planoly. I love Planoly. Um, there is a, a free version, um, but eventually I think you need to upgrade in order to like use their full services. But it's not that expensive. I think it's like seven ninety nine. Um, and the reason I love Planoly is one, it allows you to schedule um, Instagram posts and you can now add um, location tags because before you weren't allowed, you weren't able to add location tags. So that's huge. Um, And you can add tags on the photos when you publish. Um, But the reason I love Planoly so much is you can look at your feed. And I think this is huge for wedding photographers. It's not necessary for every account out there, but you can see your, your prepped feed and the way it'll look before it gets published. Um, and so if you're building an aesthetic or a certain vibe or a certain look for your brand, I think that using this mosaic style, um, you know, a formatting within Planoly is going to help you a lot for your business. Now, the other reason I like Planoly, which I have not specifically used this feature, but I know that people use, I know people who do use it and love it is you can schedule Instagram stories on it. Um, And I I think that the way I would use that would be not necessarily for your day-to-day Instagram stories, but a great example would be with Janae's podcast um, and how she has those little, um, you know, promotional posts on Instagram stories for her podcast. I would schedule some of those out ahead of time so you don't have to worry about them later. And that way your promotions or your, you know, whatever type of thing you want to promote um, throughout the week is already ready to go. And then you can just jump on Instagram stories and just talk or do whatever it is during your day to day. Um, and you know, I, I think it's just, it's worth the money. Um, it's not, it's not that expensive and they send out great newsletters, um, through their platform and, and give you some Instagram tips themselves. And there's a calendar and there's analytics. Um, and then another program I use is called Iconosquare. Um, now that's an analytics program and they also have scheduling tools within there. I don't use the scheduling tools. 
Um, the only reason I signed up for Iconosquare was because I had clients. So I needed to um, analyze their analytics. I don't think it, it is expensive. So I don't you know, necessarily recommend signing up for them. Um, but what's cool about Iconosquare is if you can find a social media coach who has access to it, because it costs like 300 a year or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's expensive. Um, but if you can find a social media coach who has it, who has access to it, um, I would if you're interested in working with brands because they can help you create a media kit um, with analytics from your Instagram stories that aren't as in-depth as the Instagram analytics. Um, you don't think the it's different than the Planoly analytics? It is very different from the Planoly analytics. Yes, it's very different. Um, I would say Planoly is more like touching the surface of analytics. Um, and then Iconosquare is like a really deep dive into your analytics. And I don't want people to get so caught up in the analytics unless you are working with brands constantly. And that's like your only form of monetization. But I don't even recommend, you know, if, you, if you're only working with brands to, and that's how your main source of revenue, I actually don't recommend that. I think you should create some type of service because you can't just rely on that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but um, yes, for um, Iconosquare, you know, if, if you do need a media kit and like, let's say the brand needs more specific analytics when it comes to your Instagram stories, I would recommend finding someone who has it. Cause when you sign up, it gives you access to three accounts, but not everyone has three accounts and that's like their minimum. Like you have to sign up for three accounts. Um, yeah, it's kind of annoying. Um, and then, yeah. And then I love for filters and all of that stuff. I love, um, a color story. I use that for like my personal Instagram account. Um, and then I use, I used to use Visco, um, but I like a color story and they actually have this other app. Um, let me see if I could, I don't remember. (laughs) I should have prepped this. (laughs) I don't remember the name of it, but it's within the same company. So you'll find it, but they have another app and I don't really use it anymore, but you can prep your Instagram stories and give them like a little bit more fun text and fun colors and, and all of that. Um, so I think that that's a really, really cool app. It's called a design kit. Oh yeah. So you can, Mm -hmm. you can create some cool fonts with that. Um, and then there's also unfold. I don't know if you've used unfold. Yeah, I love, I love unfold. It's, um, you have to buy it. It's a couple of dollars and then they have, um, or maybe it's free and then they have in-app purchases. Um, but that's really, yes, it's free and they, yes, it's free. And then they have in-app purchases. Yeah. Exactly. And that, yeah. that's really great for, I think for wedding photographers or photog- people of visual storytellers, because you can really make a whole deck, like a whole story and then it exports it for you. Um, and then you can just upload, you know, one at a time, which is really nice. And then I love, uh, word swag. That is my, Ooh. yeah, that's my favorite. So you can add, um, when I do sort of my sneak peeks of my, engagement photos or weddings I will use word swag um because it's full it's full bleed and then I just put like you know like I'll put Louisa and Rich wedding preview and then I'll do like four or five slides and then I'll just say you know stay tuned at the end so I can make like a nice story that way with word swag and that is free it used to be like five dollars a month but they changed it back to free so yeah you guys should that's really good too and then they have a lot of fonts and again in-app purchases if you want 
uh, cooler fonts if you're like super cool. Me, I'm not so cool. I like classic fonts, but yeah, I think you are cool. <laughs> I like the um, I like the free fonts. So yeah, they're it's really really great, and that's a good one. And I, you know, Visco is awesome. I think um, I've mentioned this in my other podcasts is that they are no longer making desktop presets for Lightroom, so they're just really focused. Oh. They're just focusing on mobile. So if you have the mobile app, it's probably going to get really good. <laughs> Right. They're, they're just focusing on that but I actually wow. prefer to um there's Filmborn, which is a great app for editing your pictures up to like kind of look like film but I really like using Lightroom mobile which is free because mm-hmm. you can um you can really tweak your pictures as if you were editing them on your desktop but it's you know for like the novice user out there you can just do the brightness and the contrast and the color temp and I feel like it's it's a really a, a powerful editor um, to do little tweaks, and then you can make a preset. So it's like a one one and done. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, I love that. That's a good. That's a good one. And my last um, my last favorite app is Over. What I like about that is um, I personally love to create Instagram stories with my logo at the bottom, so they're like slides. And then what I do is I just write on those slides. Um, and over allows me to import my actual brand fonts onto mobile. So I tried this with Canva. I tried it with a bunch of different apps and over was the only one that allowed me to. So I don't, I didn't even upgrade to Canva. I just used the free version. Um, but I did pay for over, um, in order to be able to do that. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like kind of like not behind the scenes, but, um, they don't like really like, advertise it I, I, as much as they should I think um, but yeah I, I realized I was like oh I can import my fonts through mobile because people are always asking me how do you import your fonts through mobile um, and it took me a while like I, I recently found this out so that's awesome um, yeah no, I used to really, have over really cool. I'll, I'll go re it <laughs> yeah I had over years ago yeah. and then I like recently got it again and they're really crushing it with um, you know Instagram stories I think oh cool Oh my God, that's awesome. Oh, Louisa, this has been so amazing. Thank you (laughs) so much. I feel like we had so many good nuggets in there and I think people are going to have to listen to it twice. So (laughs) thank you. Yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) This was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me Yeah, definitely, anytime. So let's tell everybody um, where they can find out more about you and your services. And of course, say hello on Instagram. Of course. Um, Okay, so everyone can find me at create something captivating on Instagram. My website is create something captivating.com. I personally love when people send me a direct message and tell me their name, you know, who you are, what you do, where you're from. And then we sort of connect from there. I also send direct messages to new followers introducing myself. Um, And yeah, I'm, you know, the best place to reach me is through direct message on Instagram. Um, I feel like I answer those first before email sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, surprisingly. Um, and, and that's something, you know, that I think that you all should be doing as well as, as replying in, in those um, indirect message. So yeah, DM is where it's at. You got to get in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went to a conference once and someone and uh, one of the women speaking said, 
if I could just live in my DM, I would. And I was like, I get it. Oh my it. God, that's so funny. <laughs> I was like, I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It takes up a lot of time, but it's worth it. Yeah. I feel like if you just, you know, do it when you're doing something else or like when you're sitting down. Exactly. Yeah, you can really yep. manage it. But yep. thank you so much for doing this. Thank and you. I'm going to list all the links um, in the comment section below so you guys can do that. And then I'll post some links to the apps that we mentioned Um, So you guys don't have to search for that either. So thank you, Louisa. We'll talk to you soon. Of course. Thank you. Have a great one. Bye. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. that's it you guys I hope you loved today's show I want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to Louisa for being here and taking the time to chat with me it was so much fun and she's such a sweetheart and her advice is really important and incredible so I hope you guys um, took notes I hope you will look at your Instagram a little bit differently and I hope it helps you connect with your audience so you guys can uh, find out more about Louisa and her company and you can go to create something captive and you can follow her on Instagram at the same handle and I'm going to put everything in the show notes so you guys can give her a shout out and say you listen to the show also if you like today's show I would love for you to leave us a comment and review us on whichever platform you're listening on this will help new listeners find us and I would really appreciate your kind words be sure to visit us at www.twithjanae.com to read our latest blog post, join our newsletter, and our super fun Facebook group. So I hope you guys enjoyed the show, and I'll see you soon.